Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Richest Men in Town podcast. I'm Mike Freeman, and along with my good friend and co-host, Tyler Gould, we're excited to welcome you to our little podcast project. Tyler and I are just a couple of middle-aged husbands and dads driven to live our best lives. We want to be better every day, so here we'll be sitting down with great people, not famous people, but great people that we admire, to learn their secret to living the rich life. Probably not the rich life you're thinking of. Our guests come in humbled and surprised at the invitation and hopefully leave feeling proud and grateful, realizing just how good they really have it. So pull up a chair, stay a while, and raise a glass with us as we toast our guests to the richest men in town. Think about it and you think about these seasons of life that we're in and you think about the guests that have come through. I mean, 70 episodes, like tip the hat, right? Think about that. And you think yeah. about just like where we're at in our in this in this season, where our guests are at, how they kind of let us in on that, yeah, on that adventure. And I mean, it's just it's something to super, it's something to uh to sit back and reflect on. It's something to, you know, and that's why I love every once in a while, kick the guests out. Let's make some meaning, right? Catch yeah. up. You know, it's almost like one of these uh you get the free app, right? It's called a light, right? Like yeah. uh, you know, you don't want to pay for the app. So you, it's basically like the free version. And like, th- that's what this episode is. It's like uh, richest men in town light. We'll hang out for 45 minutes or so. Give our guests a little insight into things that we're dealing with in the seasons. But yeah, just a lot to, a uh, lot, a lot going on, a lot to appreciate. Yeah. And I right. feel like over the last, you know, even if all we did was rewind, five or six episodes right and think about mm. the last guests that we have i mean i think it, you know it's you and i kind of talked about this but it's timely for us to just maybe have an episode with nobody so we can all just kind of stop for a second and and take a take a breath because there was some stuff you know let it, let it percolate right yeah exactly let it wash over us a little bit you know <laughs> Cause it was pretty gnarly, man. I mean, I mean, good, good gnarly, right? Oh, it's so good. Crazy stuff. It's so good. I think uh, I, I'm going to throw this out to you, um, man. I loved, I loved how Jason Parrott ended last yeah. week. So he talked about being on the couch, right? What does it mean to be a rich man, Jason? Yeah. What does it mean to be the richest man in town? I'm on the couch. I'm reading the book with my two kids. And I kind of have this out-of-body experience and I look at this and I, man, I wish I could just take a picture of this and go to my, you know, my, old, my eight-year-old self and say, man, look at this. Right? Yeah. Look at this. And I just think, man, how cool would that be? And like, what, what would you, what would you take, what would you take back to, what would you take back to that 18-year-old self? Or I even think like getting married, it's just been amazing, Tyler, to see where my kids are at. Kids are not perfect, right? Not right. even close. But it's almost like the things we've desired in our hearts for our kids are happening. Yeah, 100%. For good or bad, right? I mean, yes. sometimes it's like, dang it, I kind of wish I would have backed off on that <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. You know, like I, I wanted an independent daughter and now I got this daughter that's on the other side of the country and it's like, Hey, there's a hurricane. I kind of hope she made it through it. All right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It's wild, man. Time is uh time is an interesting thing, but uh, well, speaking of time. Yeah. I mean, this Saturday, 
is uh, 20 years since September 11, 2001. Yeah, it's a little 20, crazy. You let that wash over you. Yeah, it's it's wild, dude. I mean, it's it's interesting because, you know, you talk to like I talked to my kids about it and it's like almost like Pearl Harbor was, you know, like for me, they're like, yeah, that's crazy that that happened. But, you know, but I can I can remember watching it happen live on TV, you know, and thinking like, what in the world is going on? You know, and you're like in it. So I think, you know, still I still when I see those images, I still have that kind of sickening feeling in my stomach of you know how crazy and sad that is but but my kids are just like yeah that's sad and crazy but so was there's a disconnect right yeah total disconnect man there's a disconnect and that idea of like we'll never forget yeah you know how hard that is to make that happen we talk about remembering on the show all the time like those that lived it but how how do the people that haven't lived it remember it yeah it's it's interesting A, a friend of yours and mine actually sent me a text today um brian beverly uh he was on the show and he uh you know he served as a as a air marshal uh post 9 11 um and and he he was talking about how like in the in the airport in boston right i think it was boston right those flights took off from that they have flags hanging over those gates where those flights took off from and uh you know somebody was stopping and taking a picture of the flags and people were asking him what, why he was taking a picture. And that person was explaining it's in honor of those flights that took off from those gates and people had no idea, right. Mm. They completely forgot about it because there's no other signage or anything else, just a flag hanging over that, that Mm. gate. Um, And his point was, you know, we kind of, we tend to forget uh, you know, yeah, wow. That, well, I was talking to uh, I was talking to my sister in law who was telling me a little bit about their trip to uh, to New York City. It's talked about you know Broadway shows and all the things to see, and she just said, "You have no idea that tribute. You have no idea what that how powerful that is there in the city, the Twin Towers and the the uh, the the way that they." have memorialized the lives of people lost playing yeah. recordings of, of messages. Yeah. We, we were there when we did our trip back East and as a family and certainly has a feeling of, of uh, hallowed ground, you know? Yeah, for sure. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty sad. It's pretty devastating, but, uh, but we got through it. Right. And, uh, and, yeah. and maybe we're, and you know, I think there's we're lots safer. Of learn, right? I think we're safer, stronger for it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. And I think uh, you know that the the phrase from Lincoln's Gettysburg Address, right? The idea that those that those people haven't died in vain, and that we'll remember them, and that we'll try to learn the lessons from that day. Boy, I just remember, like you said, seeing it. So I was in the classroom, and back then I was like Mister in the classroom at five in the morning getting ready. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> but uh, so I, I was I was not around a TV all day. So I was I was pegged to NPR and we were getting the reports and students were talking about it and things. And and uh, I went home and watched it. And it's like the brain couldn't process like what I was seeing. You know? Yeah, that, I, I totally uh, mm. can relate to that feeling. I 
remember standing in the living room watching it as it was happening getting ready to walk out the door and you know the first reports was that it was just a plane accident right <sighs> that's mind-boggling man mind-boggling stuff yeah hard to hard yeah to they were gut punches first plane first tower second tower first tower goes down yeah it was like oh man all crazy yeah so september 11 2001 we we're never going to forget that and we're going to do everything that we can to help those that are younger than us that uh maybe you weren't alive yeah to, to make sure that they that they know that so hey i got a question for you yeah um and I don't want to put you on the spot, but uh, I've had some I've had some kind of ahas with this question. I'm just going to throw it out there, kind of okay. monk manual prompt kind of style. I all like right? it, yeah. So, uh, Tyler Gould, what is one thing that someone looking at your life from the outside would say doesn't make sense? <laughs> let me tackle. Let me let me share this. Let yeah. me share one with you. Okay, go, right? go for it. <laughs> I don't know if I've told you this, but a month ago, the YMCA called me. Okay. Like a courtesy call. Hey, is this Mike Freeman? Yeah, this is Mike Freeman. Hey, this is so-and-so from the YMCA. Hey, guys. Hey, we're just calling to let you know we're still here. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, that's okay. nice. Okay. That, that's cool. It's like, yeah. well, we noticed your, your paid membership and we haven't <laughs> seen you. <laughs> in, you know in a while so so uh i have actually had a conversation with kelly yeah uh we got a little something coming up uh, a little a little uh trip and i've decided that i will not be fat all right doing a little something in february okay week and uh i'm not gonna be fat when i go on that trip i love so, it I've been thinking about like uh, I've been thinking about that phone call and somebody looking on the outside would be like, why is Freeman dropping cabbage every month and never even using that service? So I told Kelly, like, hey, I get up every morning and yeah, there's exercise equipment in the garage, but I got a place. And if I get up in the morning and I'm in the house, a lot of different things can happen. If I yeah. get up in the morning and go to the YMCA, one thing can happen. You become a swimmer. <laughs> so <laughs> right. I, I have not brought the goggles yet, but we're on a little streak. I'm not going to love it, man. But we're on a little streak of consecutive days at the uh, at the YMCA. So uh, I'm I am uh, I am rooting you on. Uh, I almost took a picture, honestly, and sent it to you and David after one day on the treadmill. I almost love took it, a man. picture of my shoes and be like, boys. We're back we running. Go. I love that. I'm I'm all I'm I'm a supporter of that 100 percent man. Tyler Gould, you cannot run the fork, right? <laughs> I still that's very true. I man. still gotta I still gotta do some work. I, I was just telling I was just telling someone today we were having a conversation because I'm in the I, I'm in a, a similar process as you, you know, just uh you know, changing diets and, and habits and blah blah blah. And and I was like I was telling him, you know, I said, you know what I realized today is that everything, almost everything that I enjoy involves food on some level. Like I was at work today. I was thinking, you know what, tonight, I think I want to drive out to the beach and get rolled tacos with the kids at this joint. And I'm like, no, no, I can't do that. So 
Yeah, well, man. This episode is brought to you by Minimax because every Thursday night, two for one pizzas. Oh man! And I, there was a there was a moment of perfection where I'm sitting in my house and I'm eating pizza. Football's on TV. Yeah. Tom, you're texting me about the upcoming richest men in town, and Tom Brady throws a pick, which is good. And I'm like, both of those things are so good. I'm like, is this heaven? Yes, <laughs> right. Here. right. This moment. The only thing missing from that moment was a glass of eggnog, and then <laughs> I would have been like, okay, perfect. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, too funny, man. Yeah. I, so I uh, you know, anything from the outside in your life that just doesn't make sense right now, Tyler Gould. I mean, there's, there's so much, right? I mean, I think that, I, I mean, the funny thing is, I, I think that for me, there's from the inside things that are happening that I'm like, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, man. You know, uh, someone sent me a text message, you know, not too long ago. And they said, uh, you know, they were kind of, I think the, it was an attempt to, uh, to, to, to make me feel good about how light, how busy my life is. I said, you know, you're so busy. I can't believe how, how are you handling all this? And sort of made me panic for a second. I read that whole list of stuff they were rattling off, you know, and I was thinking, Oh my gosh, that is a lot. But then I, who's, then that, I thought, crazy? who's that crazy? Yeah. Guy? Who's that crazy person to do all those things. But then <laughs> I thought I sent him a text back. I said, uh, uh, tell me where this line's from. Right. Who, we, we are super busy, but who's got it better than us? Nobody, you know, <laughs> and, uh, that's, that's how I feel. Sometimes I feel like maybe the thing that doesn't make sense is how, um, how blessed I am in the midst of, uh, of craziness, you know, and that doesn't mean things are perfect. Things are far from it, but, uh, but yeah. But it kind of goes to that season, right? You're going to look back and be like, man. And I think one of the things that as we think about the guests on this podcast, one of the lessons that I'm walking away from every week is the power of looking back. Yeah. That's where we connect dots. That's where we see God's hand in things. Well, and I don't want to get to that place. And and we've talked about this before, but I can can vividly remember having – a, a gaggle of toddlers in my house, you know, and thinking to myself, like when they get to be X age, it'll be great because we can do these things. Right. And, uh, missing out on the things that maybe are happening right there in the moment. So, um, that, that's the intentionality for me is like, enjoy it. Right. You're in it. You might yeah. as well enjoy it. Hey, can I share a thought with you too from the from the scriptures that uh, ties into this like concept of place, right? This, yeah. This thinking. So let's uh, let's 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 take a look at two verses. So you got your scriptures handy, Book of Mormon. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Second Nephi four. Come on. Right. Come on now. Nephi's lament. His father passed away, and he's just in that. He's in that wrestle. He's in that reflective yeah he's deep in that reflective process right yeah but uh i love this idea of uh something that actually came out of conversations that we've had with guests before but uh, i want to read verse 28 awake my soul no longer droop in sin rejoice O my heart and give place no more for the enemy of my soul. 
right? Put a finger there, give place no more for the enemy of my soul. And then let's jump into Alma 32, 27. So, so Nephi here is like, man, why am I setting a table? Why am I setting a placemat at the table for the enemy? And we do that all the time, right? We do that with habits. We do that with our own script, with things we, we think about or tell ourselves. And then a different kind of place. So Alma 32, verse 27. And this is Alma teaching. He says, but behold, if ye will awake and arouse your faculties, even to an experiment upon my words, and exercise a particle of faith, yea, even if you can do no more than desire to believe, let this desire work in you, even until you believe in a manner that you can give a place for a portion of my words. I just think, man, if I could stop giving place for the enemy of my soul and I can start giving place for a portion of God's word in my life, like you were talking about, just super busy, right? What does that look like? Maybe it's a verse. Yeah. Maybe it's, maybe it's me turning the radio off in the car. Maybe it's me listening to a conference address on the way to work. But if yeah. I can, if I can do those two things, turn down the place that I'm preparing for the enemy in my soul. And like those dials we talked about, turn up the place that I can give in my life for a portion of God's word. Man, is that, is it that easy? Right. It might be that easy. I think it is that easy. I mean, if you look at 30 at that at 3227, right? Oh, so beautiful. That, I think I mean, it's cool but, how both of them use awake. But it's just that verse in particular is all about process. Right? It doesn't say adopt at all. It doesn't say begin, you know, start doing everything. It says just this little piece and then it builds. And and that's okay. sort of that, that's you know, and that's where we're at, right? I mean, that's yeah, the but that, point of this show. Yeah, but that it builds idea. I, I've been thinking. I've heard. I've heard of these. Uh, I've heard somebody actually refer to hope as, you know, Michael Burks come to us and talk to us about hope. Right. We ask all of our guests. A, a lot of our guests. One of our favorite questions is, "What gives you hope these days?" Uh, I heard somebody describe hope as a Velcro virtue. Interesting. You know, and you talk about that process, and it builds. Yeah. You know, and the idea is where there is hope, other things come with it. Yeah. Right. If we, as, as we exercise faith and have hope in Jesus Christ and a, and a better world on the right hand side of God with Jesus Christ and like him, man, as you have that in your life, good things just attached to that. Right. Maybe we're a little more forgiving. Maybe we're a little more loving to our wives. Maybe we're a better father. Maybe we're a better friend. And I just yeah. love that idea of a Velcro virtue. I, I got to probably look that up in the show notes and give somebody some credit because that's definitely not my thought. But man, when I heard it, when I heard it, and, and you know, in that process of, of building it up, it, that's the snowball effect. Right. Well, and I think too, it, it, sort, of, it sort of speaks to uh, Jason Parrott's comment towards the end of, of his time with us where he talked about, you know, life is not perfect but life is, can be wonderful. Right. And so, you know, I think there's a correlation of hope in there, you know, that, uh, 
that even in the middle of busy, even in the middle of chaos, even in the middle of struggle, there's, there's a lot of good things. And, and that's been, to me, that's been one of the benefits of this show for me. I mean, look, we're, we're lucky, right? Each week we get to sit down with someone and hear what the journey looks like. And it reminds me that, Hey, you know, stuff happens, man. And and a lot of that stuff that happens is unpleasant is completely unpleasant. But the, the, the end message that we get from almost not from almost from every single person is that, man, you know, it's like that, it's that first Nephi, uh, uh, 17, you know, we, life was so brutal, but how great were the blessings of the Lord. Right. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. sort of the, the message that we get from everybody. Well, and how great, how great are the relationships with the people that we have? Yeah. Right. So here in, in schools in California, I mean, people are listening all over the place. So it's probably crazy wherever our listeners are tuning in, right? Things are a little crazy again, but you know, I had a conversation with somebody today at work and I, I just said, you know, with all the craziness that's out there, that's out of our control, the one thing we can control is the relationship we have. Yeah. Right. The way we show up for each other, the way we support one another. Like sometimes I'm cool if the only thing that gets people out of bed is the thought of coming to work with me. Right. Yeah. And me and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Right. Like, hey, man, work's kind of crazy. But if you love the people that you're with, if you yeah. love the people that you're in the trenches with, you know, and so to, to, to listeners that are out there that might be struggling with what's in their control, what isn't in their control, that relationship piece. It's always, it's always in, in, it's always in your control. And I think some of that is with the understanding that relationships are not 50, 50. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hundred percent in. Yeah. It'd be cool if the other person met you a hundred percent in, but I'm all in and that thing you can control. And that's how you develop that hundred percent, you know, duality of relationships, right? You can't, you've got to be, you got to be all in and not with the expect, have no expectation. And who said that? We had a guest. Yeah. We had a guest that went there, right? Cause we get into that relationship and the marriage and it's like, how crazy is that thinking that I'm going to be a hundred percent all in standing there vulnerable. And maybe the person meets me with their hundred Yeah, and maybe Maybe not. (laughs) And you know what? And and that's okay. I mean, I, I think that, you know, that's been a, you know, a topic of discussion in our house lately with, uh, with the kids is just that idea that one, one of the only things we really can, can control is how we react to things. Right. You know, that it's that Charles Swindoll quote, right. The only string we can play is attitude, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing too is, is, with with my 12 year old in particular we've been having lots of conversations about um trying to see things through other people's eyes right to eliminate judgment from us and 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 try to get behind where stand where they're standing and see the world through their eyes for a second uh you know just to change how we um that's hard it's hard but it's but it's a it's it's a skill that requires constant practice, right? And a constant reminder. And I think that <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of that 
that little kid i don't even know the the credit but there's a there's a video of a little i think he's an east indian kid and he's like what do you practice what yeah. do you practice do you practice joy in your life <laughs> well, do you practice it, right? or do you practice complaining yeah right because whatever you practice that's what you're gonna that's what you're gonna get good at and practicing seeing things through other people's other other people's perspectives man that perspective taking that's that's part of the the constructive conversation that just needs to be had yeah absolutely you know i mean to to, to move things to move things forward and i feel like i feel like you know, Tim Ferriss uh, would always, on his podcast, he would always ask uh, one of his one of his famous questions was, "If you could have a billboard for the whole world to see right now, you know, what would it say?" Tired and stressed. I mean, is that- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, right, I mean, I think that everyone, I think everyone right now would have exclamation points on the end of things. Like, I think everyone's just yelling. And yeah, I don't think anybody's I don't think anybody's listening. No, there's not a whole lot of listening going on these days. But but, you know, I think through snapshots, it's frustrating. Right. We watch and we go, man, nobody listens to anybody. But you know what, Mike Freeman, what gives me hope these days? What gives it, you hope these days? Tommy? Is sitting down with a different person every week <laughs> that it, that listens that that is empathetic that is intentional that is uh struggling to yeah struggling to overcome and showing me how to do it right i mean yeah like when i'm when i'm feeling like i want to put the billboard up that just says stressed and tired you know we sit down with someone like uh you know mr rick and and learn about what that might really mean you know and see someone who's who's really pushing through it so yeah, I mean, you know, and, and, and think about that, like, just put those two thoughts together, right? Put Mr. Rick's experiences that he shared with us yeah. in his time on our show. And that conversation you're having with your 12 year old daughter. Yeah. Like, hey, maybe understand that people's birth stories yeah. are different. Yeah, right. right? The people's people's identity, right? People's people's walk, the way that people have been treated yeah might actually lead to the way they're treating other people 100% right you know like yeah like you see you see Mr. Rick now with just a a, a man on fire he's a man with yeah. a purpose he's doing amazing things in the lives of people that he's working with but his was a process to get there absolutely and that's right? a cool thing right so we can we can have people that that are willing to sit down and say Look, let me walk you through this process and what it looked like, and then we can yeah. apply some of those things. I mean, it's uh, life is life is interesting, but the but you know, life is good, and and as as crazy as things seem through, you know, news and everything else, right? People are good, man. You know, that's the thing. People, people you know are what? good. People are good. The surf's good. Yeah. The mountains are still there. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, there are some, there are some aspects that, I mean, sometimes we bring in the poison. Sometimes yeah. we sit down and we consume three or four hours of, of, of someone else's thoughts. Yeah. You know? And I, and I think that there's, I think that there's some, I think that there's some caution there sometimes. I think, 
I think unplugging, man, unplugging would be a good billboard message, you know? It would uh, be. To me, though, I, 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 would, I would say my billboard right now, and it's conveyed in, in the lives of so many of our guests, but there's just so much good that comes on the other side of not giving up. Yeah, yeah. I just think a message of don't give up, man, right yeah. now. Let's go Chad Richards, man. You know, I met, uh, Chad Richards. I, I, uh, I met not, I didn't meet, I have, uh, in my life, in my social media, I'm able to keep connections with some former students and, uh, I've got the female equivalent of Chad Richards right now. She's going through it. And remember how Chad was saying, man, I just had somebody rip me a new one right in front of everyone. (laughs) Right. right. Made me feel dumb. And then that fine, that, you know, that fourth year med student came over and said, don't worry, that same doctor did the same thing to me. And I learned from it. Right. Yeah. Right. But, uh, I had a, I had a, I had a former student reach out to me on messenger the other night and saying, I'm not dumb for wanting to be a doctor. Right. Like, (laughs) no, you're not dumb. She's like, well, right now the people in this program, they got me feeling pretty dumb. I was like, let me tell you a story. (laughs) <laughs> and I told Chad, I told her Chad's story, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, great, uh, you know, it's just like, don't give up. Like, you, like these, these things will actually make you better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I mean, there's lots of good stuff, you know, lot, and I love that message of don't give up. Right. I mean, well, and I think that the challenge too, and one of the things that keeps coming up is the way we get better, the way our weaknesses become strengths is practice right god all-knowing yeah. he gives us opportunities to practice the things that we're not good at and it's well, maddening and I, to us sometimes yeah that's how we get good well and i, and I you know you you mentioned the the idea of remember you know and i and i was thinking about our time with gus koenig um a, a few episodes back right and he talked about being taught this message of of uh you know casting out the devil you know and how, right and how he had thought for the longest time that that meant from other people you know and then uh in in a quiet moment he has this realization that hey maybe that means like i need to cast some stuff out of me you know and we've talked about overcoming like eliminating debris right and and all those things i just love that idea of like being reflective and, you know, sometimes we want to, we, we want to have the answer for the person next to us, but really maybe it's better that we just have the answer for us. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's so much easier to give that other person advice. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I got to warn you because I have a podcast. I think sometimes I'm, I'm really good at giving advice. <laughs> you are pretty good at it. Though. Unsolicited uh, even. Those are my favorite. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Oh no. yeah. Let me help you with that. Let me help. I'm you very with that. good at that too. Yeah. <laughs> So. Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, it's been a great, it's been a great couple of weeks, a uh, great couple of last months on, on the richest men in town. And um, we're just always grateful and appreciative for our guests. Number one, it's not, it, this is nothing without them. It's nothing without their authentic show up and the way they tell their stories uh, to, to our listeners. Right. Thank you for reaching out to us, letting us know what this show does. I know that uh, you got some love recently from, uh, from Jason's podcast and, um, you know, I, I really just think that the idea that someone is living their life and we're, we're playing as part of some of the soundtrack, that's yeah. humbling. 
Yeah, it's very cool. And, and I would say this too, Mike, I mean, to, to our listeners, I mean, we, we've been over the last several months, we've had people reach out to us and say, Hey, you really need to talk to this person. Right. And, and we've had, we've had some of those guests on the show and, and they, they've been phenomenal. And, and so I would just say, if, if you uh, are sitting next to someone or you're, or you're talking to someone at work and you feel like that person story needs to be told, let us know. We'd love to, we'd love to talk to them. I think, you know, the, the thing that I've learned over the course of 70 episodes is that life is amazing and, and it's miraculous. Even when we think we are in the most mundane, uh, boring stage of our life, miracles are happening. And we have 70 episodes that prove that. And it's pretty cool. Yeah. And I, I think that, uh, one thing we, you know, it's not all doom and gloom out there, but the backdrop does allow for some contrast, right? Yeah. When things are looking kind of bleak, when things are looking kind of dark, I think we would all agree that we are surrounded by rich men and women. We are yeah. surrounded by people that are overcoming odds. We are surrounded by people that uh, refuse to give up, that, uh, that are, that are exercising faith that, that may be f- flat on their face sometimes but they're not yeah. done, right? They're not out. And I yeah. think that uh, you, if, you have, if you have people like that, drop us a line, right? Jump on yeah. Instagram, jump on our Facebook. Um, let us know. We've got some exciting guests. You know, here we are 70 episodes in, and I'm about to put somebody on the show that was one of my original guys. It's just taken us this long. Well, yeah, it's, it's funny things you say together that. and get them on. Yeah. You and me both. It's, it's interesting. I think that, um, you know, that that's where we can say we're grateful to the pioneers of, of RMIT yep. that have come on and, and sort of paved the way for people yep. to, to feel like they can come on here have a conversation with a couple of clowns like you and I, and, and really say something that's going to impact some people, um, and be vulnerable about vulnerable about their lives. I mean, it's been, uh, it's been, you know, and we talk about how much we talk about how much that rivers, you know, move things in our lives and how yeah, further downstream we are, but it's fun to see the lives of our former guests and the things that are happening. We've had an opportunity to bring some people back and, you know, yeah. recently we had a couple of people on and it was like, Hey, was it, was it everything you thought it would be? You know, yeah. Yeah. You know? but, but I mean, I just love seeing they're not done. Their stories were told. They're not done. They're doing some amazing things and God's still good, right? God's still good in their lives. And, uh, it's, it's fun to, it's fun to keep in touch. Yeah. I love it, man. It's, uh, it's good to keep going, huh? Let's keep going. Look, the calendar is full and, and our guests, uh, uh, we've got some great stuff coming up and, and I'm excited for our listeners to, uh, take a breath this week, right? Let, let Jason and our other guests wash over you a little bit. And we're coming back next week with, with more, with more of the richest men uh, and women. And, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Let's go do another 70. Why not? Okay. Hey, it's fun, Mike. Have a good night. Always man. Hey, right, go man. Dodgers. Go Dodgers, man. Do you have an early uh, Super Bowl prediction? Oh, my early I got football. Football's on TV. Here we go. I know. It's Super Bowl time, man. I don't need a homer. I don't need a homer. Call. No, no. But just I, I, put it I'd on wax and make that. sure it's, it's for the record. Yeah. Who's, I'm, I'm who's gonna, winning? Who's winning it? I'm going to have to go with uh, 
with Miami's going to win it this year, man. Yeah, yeah. They're going to do it, dude. Right before okay, they I, trade Tua, they're okay. going to do it. <laughs> Since it's crazy night on the richest men yeah, in town. Yeah, what do you got? I'll go with Cleveland. Oh, man. Cleveland's actually it, – it could happen. I mean, it won't happen because it's Cleveland, but you know they'll what find I mean? a, They'll find the banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> no, offense, we'll no offense, Cleveland. No offense. All right. So, what? What about? What, give me your your baseball pick. Oh man, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be out of the NL West, and it's probably gonna be. I gotta probably go with your boys. I think the Dodgers. I think the the Giants are amazing. Yeah, but I keep story, feeling man. like I keep feeling like that story's gonna run out of gas and quite frankly it will break my heart to see chris bryant in a world series wearing a giants uniform <laughs> yeah well yeah i I'm, I'm thinking dodgers yankees man can can we make this happen that would be crazy oh wouldn't that, i'd be that's about as classic as you can get about as classic as it gets so and shout out to number two Derek jeter going in the hall of fame yeah good stuff good yeah. times all right man all right man be good all right you too man George, the richest man in town. <laughs>